We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? It's the end of Week 11, and the Kansas City Chiefs are the only AFC West team with a winning record, hold basically a four-game lead in the division with just seven regular season games remaining. A seventh straight division title is on the horizon. What a beautiful thing here on this magical Monday morning. And how about this for your daily nugget? Patrick Mahomes is 14-0 in his career on the road against the AFC West division. That's good for the second longest winning streak by a starting quarterback in road division games since the NFL-AFL merger. Former Chiefs quarterback and and San Francisco 49ers standout Joe Montana owns the record with a 20-0 road winning streak per ESPN's stats and info. Found that on the Chiefs Wire. Shout out Charles and everybody over there at the Chiefs Wire for doing great work. This is KCSN Update, your daily Chiefs podcast and video from us here at KC Sports Network. I'm BJ Kissel, founder of KC Sports Network and former Chiefs insider and sideline reporter. It's Monday and that means it's time for our stock up, stock down report with my guy, Matt Miller from ESPN. But before we do that, let's get a quick word from our friends over at DraftKings. NFL Sundays are only getting better and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. And check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a same-game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. Anytime scores personally is one I have a lot of fun with. You can do it across the NFL. Always feel like you got a shot. And with payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is my go-to when betting on the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KCSN and place a $5 pregame money line bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, now we bring on Matt Miller from ESPN. Matt, I know you're not a Chiefs fan. You live in Chiefs <laughs> Kingdom, but that was just a, be- is a beautiful Monday. Everything is great today. That was, that was very uh, satisfying. 
uh, for for Chiefs oh, fans yeah. last night against the Chargers. It has to be. And you can say, like, I'm not a Chiefs fan. I've, I've lived in Missouri for every year but one of my life when I lived in Kansas. So Don't say I, it like I do, that. Don't talk right? down on Kansas like that. I have nothing against Kansas. I'm not one of those. Mis- I have friends. And, you know, I live in Joplin, which is 10 yep. miles maybe from the Kansas state line. I have friends that won't eat in the state of Kansas. I'm not one of those people. Like I'm going, I'm not going to not go to Joe's, you know, or Q39, like, or Jack stack when I'm on that side, I'm still going uh, to get my Minsky's if I'm on the the left side of the line or the right side, I really don't care. So there's all the free advertising your your podcast needs. Um, So I appreciate your pettiness doesn't extend to where you will and will not eat. It's not that serious. (laughs) A great Monday for you guys. Uh, it, It was just a fun game to watch. I think, I caught myself hoping it would go into overtime because it was such a fun game. But as per usual, it comes down to Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. It comes down to an amazing play call by Andy Reid, which I saw in Peter King's uh, football morning in America today. The same play they called last year to beat the Chargers in December. So the nuances like that make it fun. But I think something we've said, this is like our 12th Monday doing this. Great players make great plays when they need to. And it was Mahomes, it was Kelsey, it was Chris Jones. And and those three are, you know, the clear foundational pieces of this team. And they all made great plays last night that really echo why I think Chris Jones should be a a first-team All-Pro. Travis Kelsey, we'll get into him a little bit later. He's maybe the greatest tight end of all time. And then Patrick Mahomes just continues to be silly. Yeah, I think the the more you contextualize what we saw last night from this team, and it's fun because right now, at least for me, like the emotions are still going. Like I'm on an emotional high uh, yeah. after watching that game, and then you start to peel back, you know how special it is what they did, and you start to how special it is what this season has been. But in in that game specifically, so many guys were out for Patrick Mahomes, and he didn't miss a beat. If that wasn't the the strengthening or locking up the MVP award. I don't understand what the MVP award is about. Kadarius Tony goes out. Yeah. He was going to be a guy that was going to at least make some some simple plays, get chunk plays, just because of his athleticism. And that's counting on that's putting a lot on a guy that's only been with the team for a couple of weeks. But yeah. Juju's not in there. Um, Nicole Hardman's on IR. MVS was banged up. You have all these new faces. You have Justin Watson out there. You have Sky Moore out there running around. Like. For him to do what he did, I mean, Patrick Holmes went 20 of 34 for 329 yards and three <laughs> touchdowns. And granted, all yeah. three of those uh, went to one dude. But uh, to make the plays that he was making with so many new faces on the road in a two-minute situation to win a game, doing the two-minute drill, I, it was awesome for me to, to listen to Coach Reed and Patrick Mahomes talk about how confident and how calm they were on that final drive because I saw it for six years. They work on this stuff all the time at training camp and a lot of times fans when you go out to training camp you see them running around and if you're really paying attention you can see the clock you can kind of gather what they're working on but they're working on these two minute these four minute drills situational football hey we're down four with two minutes on the clock we're running out there we have no timeouts left they practice this stuff all the time and so when they're in this situation like they were last night they get it done. It was just, a, it was a beautiful thing to watch. And you could tell that everybody was on the same page and they spoke about it after the game. No, absolutely. And I think let's just, I don't want to jump ahead of myself. So my first stock up BJ is Travis Kelsey. And, and the reason I okay. jumped the gun and tell you that is because I think something that we saw, you mentioned it, that two minute drill, I was losing confidence in the wide receiver core, not Travis Kelsey. I was losing confidence in the wide receivers there for a while. 
And you almost saw Mahomes get frustrated. You know, there was a moment where he's pointing, telling someone to like go in when he got flushed out of the pocket. And they didn't look like they were on the same page. But again, and like, I don't want to take away from the greatness of Travis Kelsey. I don't want to get used to it and miss that games like last night are special where when everyone in the freaking stadium knows where the ball is going, it doesn't matter. His ability to find zones, to get open, and I think what makes Mahomes so brilliant is that he makes great defensive coordinators or defensive play callers overthink things. You end up with, you know, an Asante Samuel on Travis Kelsey instead of Jeremy James, and it's a game-breaking play. And so I think what Travis continues to do at age 33, he has multiple three-touchdown games this season. It's, it's truly one of the, the great seasons that he's ever had. And we've still got like what seven games left for them, six, seven games left. So it's it's been super impressive. And again, we know how great he is, but I think players like Travis Kelsey deserve their flowers on a Monday morning when they took over a game that was at halftime. I I looked to my wife and I was like, I don't think you guys are winning tonight. This, the defense is not playing well, the, the passing game is not clicking like it normally does. Like, I don't feel good. And then Second half, fourth quarter, really. I mean, the third quarter, the Chiefs didn't do a whole lot. Fourth quarter comes around, and it just – you go back to what works, and it's so hard to stop. Yeah, we're going we're to get to the defense here in a minute. But before we move on from the Travis Kelsey, I actually clipped this for uh, another show that I'm recording today called 10 Things that if you're listening to this, go check that out. There's a lot of cool nuggets uh, on that episode. And basically what that is, I just go through – Records that were broken, stats, just cool storylines, things you might have missed, uh, just all kinds of just cool nuggets. It's a lot of meat. It's just me basically talking at you for like 30 minutes, giving you a lot of nuggets to go tell your friends. But one of the clips that I got from the, the postgame pressers last night, Matt, I want to get your reaction because this sums up Travis Kelsey so perfectly to me when people ask me, uh, and not that I was around him a lot, friends with him, whatever, but had a chance to be around him behind the scenes when there wasn't a microphone in his face. And so when he says things like this, I can genuinely say, like, that's exactly what he means when he's when he answers these questions. So uh, listen to this here real quick. Never gets old, but Mahomes and Kelsey, Mahomes and Kelsey, Mahomes and Kelsey, what's that like in a big game like that? Um, that game was a lot more than just Mahomes to me, man, and it's uh, that's why it was so fun. You got a guy like Sky Moore coming up big throughout the entire game. Um, on top of that, uh, Justin Watson, uh, I mean, even in that, that last drive for us, you know, Marquez gets his going early. Pat makes a huge play uh, with his feet. It's just um, those are the best, man. Those are the best. When everybody gets a piece of the pie, that's the best. So here's some, some context. That was the first question that was asked to Travis Kelsey when he steps to the podium after getting six catches for 115 yards and three touchdowns in a game winner <laughs> at the end of regulation against the best safety in football and became – the all-time leader with the most 100-yard games in NFL history, passing Rob Gronkowski. This is setting it up on a tee for a player to make it about himself for a second. And it took yeah. him 15 seconds to mention Sky Moore, Justin Watson, and Marquez Valdez-Cantling and give all the credit to his teammates. This isn't BS. This isn't you know trying to say the right thing. This is a genuine – if you listen to the way he says it and you watch his mannerisms, the fact that he credits his teammates and talks about us them doing it together, it it – I absolutely love that stuff, and that's the kind of attitude that resonates in that lot. It's bigger than him saying it and us reacting to it as fans. His teammates see it, and then they all buy into it. Because when your leaders talk like that and they act like that, it resonates with everybody else. Absolutely, and I think it would be it's, – it's a contrast from what we've seen in other press conferences from this week uh, where you know Zach Wilson won't take any responsibility for his offense playing terribly – 
And then here you have a guy who was the offense for so much of that game, spread the wealth and, and say, no, no, no. Like Sky Moore stepped in big when we needed him. Justin Watson stepped up. No Gray steps up. And he's right. But it would be easy for a, a player of his stature to, to take all of the credit instead of deflecting it. And in doing so, as I think a lot of people know, you're lifting those guys up so that when Sky Moore has to step up again next yeah. week, he's 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 got someone boosting him a little bit. And it was just, I mean, top to bottom. That is why I think Travis Kelsey will go down as the greatest tight end in NFL history because games like yesterday where not nothing's cooking, your top two receivers are banged up, and and he just like you said, you got the greatest safety in the league right now against a mm-hmm. play caller who's fantastic, and and you still have three touchdowns. It's crazy. Yeah, it it's special. I love seeing that stuff. I love hearing that stuff because that's the kind of stuff I've always been caught up on uh, that matters. It's the reason that you go win Super Bowls because it's not always going to be pretty. There's going to be a stumble in the next seven regular season games. Yes. It's inevitable that it's going to happen. And when Sky Moore or one of these young guys screws up or does something, a learning experience, whatever you want to call it, Travis Kelsey goes over and talks to him on the sideline. They're going to know he's being genuine, not just doing it because he feels like he should. They're going to know that he's got their yeah. back. And that's going to mean something for these young guys to step up. Uh, and I'm sure we'll talk about the young guys here in a minute, too. But uh, I know your next stock up uh, is flipping the other side of the ball. Talking a little bit about the Chiefs defense. Man, Chris Jones, uh, he's not going to win defensive player of the year, but he should get votes or, or he should at least get like if if it was a ranked choice situation, he should he should be in second place behind Michael Parsons because a- AFC defensive player of the year. Right. We'll, exactly. we'll call right. That the award. Split it up. He should be yeah. you know, first team, first pick, all pro defensive tackle. I tweeted this Sunday. And you guys can go find the tweet and look at the replies. It's basically every fan base naming their <laughs> defensive tackle, which is just <laughs> moronic. No defensive tackle is playing better. There are guys playing very well. Quinn Williams is playing very well. Jonathan Allen's playing very well. I love DeForest Buckner. And you know that. John Allen's playing yeah. great. Aaron Donald continues to be fantastic. Javon Hargrave for the, the Steelers, or the, excuse me, the Eagles. No one is playing better than Chris Jones. And we saw it again last night two sacks, three uh, tackles for a loss countless hurries i haven't seen the pressure numbers come out yet but just phenomenal and and he's doing it again it's a lot like kelsey where you know who you have to stop and you can't do it and i think you know you got to shout out the rest of the defensive line mike dana played well george Karloftis, frank clark back uh, after his suspension played well carlos dunlap continues to be an incredibly important role player the entire defensive line played great but chris jones is just on another level. I I haven't seen him ever play this well. I think this is the best season he's ever had. Maybe I don't even know if it is statistically, but effort-wise, you know, impact-wise, what he's doing for this defense, this is the best season I've seen him have and it's it's just like he's hit that next level of his game and no one can figure out how to stop him right now. I'm going to sound like a broken record, but you listen to Chris Jones after the game talking about his season, you know what he talked about? Mike Dana, Frank Clark, <laughs> George Karloftis, Joe Cullen, yep. his new defensive line coach, came over from the Jags this offseason, gives credit to everyone else. And the context of the conversation or the question was, you know, what has Steve Spagnuolo done to get you guys in the right spot? And uh, he credits his coaching staff, credits his teammates, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, Chris Jones, I think there were a lot of Chiefs fans, especially you just followed the narratives on social media, uh, which kind of gives you the, the sky is falling or we're the greatest team to ever live, yeah. uh, depending upon how they're playing. Uh, and I get caught up in it too, but you – 
watch social media, there wasn't a lot of pressure up front in the first half. I think it was really a tale of two halves uh, for Chris Jones and for the Chiefs in general. But early in this game, they were doing a good job. The Chargers were getting Herbert outside the pocket, rolling him out, giving him kind of some of those free lanes. But uh, when the game counted late in the game, Chris Jones did exactly what you would expect a yeah. defensive player of the year candidate Collapsing to do. everything, just you know, causing havoc. You know, I think uh, I really thought they did a good job on the broadcast of pointing out uh, you know, where Mahomes had that split the split the coverage and had that nice long run. Herbert couldn't do that because of Chris Jones. It, it wasn't just because of the, the three or four man rush. It was because of Chris Jones singularly dominating. And I think it bodes well. We've we've peaked ahead at the schedule. There's no one that can stop this dude right now. I think you can even look at the state of the AFC and say who who can stop him right now, especially with the way the Bills are playing, you know, with mm-hmm. Josh Allen being banged up. It's taken away some of that run threat. Um, I don't know that there's anyone that can stop Chris Jones right now or that can hold this defensive line down for 60 minutes as well as they're playing. And they're kind of getting in sync together, which is great to see. Yeah, and even when they're not getting a ton of pressure up front, Steve Spagnuolo isn't afraid to bring a bunch of extra guys anyway, bring yeah, a bunch of pressures. But it's probably going to set a record for you know DB blitzes in a season. <laughs> I don't know if anyone and- tracks that, but they should. And honestly, it's it's coaching, it's timing. Like they practice this stuff too, and it's not unique. Every NFL team does. These are professionals for a reason. But you yeah. think about the Willie Gay sack came at a really crucial oh time. God. That He's timing sick. was yeah. absolutely perfect. And you can't tip it early. You can't come late. The margin of error is so small, especially with these blitzes and the way they do things. I love Steve Spagnuolo as a defensive coordinator because he's not afraid to send guys. He is going to zero blitz you as a quarterback in the red zone. They aren't even trying to hide some of those. They line them all up and they're double a gap pressure. Like they are lining them up saying, we are coming right after you. You're going to get the ball out of your hand and we're going to trust our DBs on the back end to be sticky and make a play. And it's a beautiful thing to watch. All right, Matt, before we move on to the third stock up, I'm going to do a a quick honorable mention because we're not going to talk about him uh, much on this show, but I talked about it on the post game show last night, Harrison Butker deserves some credit because for me personally yeah i've always said he's gonna be one of the best kick he's one of the best kickers in the afc but he was in a funk hopefully mentally he could get past it all of those things chiefs won a three-point game on the road made all three of his extra points kicked all made all three of his field goal attempts including a 52 yarder great to see harrison butker step up in a time that he was absolutely needed to be nails last night and he got it done and so i didn't want to go I'm probably going to mention on every show this week because we talked about special teams a lot. Uh, and I think we'll talk about it a little bit, but uh, shout out to Harrison Butker for being yeah, he was uh, the difference. nails when he's needed. Nah. Yeah. I mean, three field goals. And, and like you said, to hit the extra points, it's, it is one of those things that we've talked so much about it. of like, God, that's going to come up at a big time and it's going to be, you know, it's going to suck when he misses an extra point or a chip shot field goal and, and you need it. But last night, and you know, he hears the, the talk, you know, it's, yeah. they're not, so insulated from the talk that they don't hear it. So you're, you're absolutely right. He deserves some credit this week. All right. And now we're going to take a very, very short break. But after this, we're going to talk about uh, one more stock up that I know you and I are really going to enjoy talking about. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we're back with our stock up, stock down report with ESPN's Matt Miller. Matt, final stock up report. I think we've talked about this gentleman uh, a handful of times already this year, but you can't not continue talking about the guy who put this roster together when you have so many young guys stepping up and playing well for a team that's eight and two, basically sealed up the AFC West division. And you got to give Brett Veach a lot of credit for, for how this is all coming together. Yeah, you really do, PJ. And it's not just the first rounders. It's not just George Karloftis who is playing well. It's not just, you know, Trent McDuffie who we saw, you know, a, a full game from again, it's, it's picks like Isaiah Pacheco or Pacheco. It's picks like Sky Moore, who, you know, Sky Moore, I think we all still hold our breath when he returns a punt, but he had six targets last night. He had five catches and he made some difficult catches and he's gaining that trust from Mahomes and the play callers. So I think that is things are headed in the right direction. So it's, and it's, you know, it's not even just the 2022 draft class. It's signing Carlos Dunlap. It's, you know, picking up Jarek McKinnon, who has played such a huge role for this team. It's, you know, unearthing guys like Justin Watson, who, you know, are at the senior bowl, but no one's talking about when they're there. So I do think that Veach deserves continued credit. I know some people, not very many people. I was sitting in the stands and there was the guy that we're talking about right right now was talking about Justin. There's statue of limits. I think I'm okay to talk about it now, but yeah, I followed Brett Veach and and the chiefs personnel staff around that week. And he kept talking about Justin Watson. That way when they signed him, I was like, Ooh, he's making the team because our GM really likes this guy. But, you know, BJ, even Nick Bolton, who is leading the team in tackles, he's I think he's still one of the league leaders in tackles right now. That was not a popular pick among Chiefs Kingdom when it happened. And I'm sure there are people who are like, wait, no, I loved the pick. By and large, it was not the most popular pick. But it's, you know, it it is that that mix that they have found. And Joshua Williams is playing well. Legereus Sneed was a great find. So I, I do think Veach went through a weird you know, kind of, there was a weird cycle where I think people weren't, weren't sure how much of this was him or how much it was, you know, inherited yeah. from Dorsey or how much of it was Andy Reid. But I, I think we're seeing uh, his blueprint, you know, his fingerprints all over this team. And, and then it's, it's the best roster in the NFL right now. And that says a lot. Yeah. I mean, you nail the, the DBs you talked about, they nailed uh, and not that they've and Creed Humphreys played really well. Got the BS call last night, which made no sense to me, but we can talk about that stock that would get stocked down. I'll, do yeah. it Oliver mentioned for the refs. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, but Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, that up and down, but yes. overall has been solid. And, and you mentioned Sky Moore, and I thought one of the the most telling plays uh, wasn't the in you know 
in scheme, or I, mean, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but not within uh, the framework of what the play design was. There was a play that Patrick Mahomes scrambled. It's when he threw back across the middle where Sky Moore kind of dove for it. He didn't know if it yes. skipped, but he got his hand underneath it. That yep. was a broken play. And if you focus and you watch the end zone view of Sky Moore and what he did, basically I call it like the outfield turn where he turns his head and runs back the other direction. And got himself open for Patrick Mahomes who was leaving the pocket. That is a very much a feel kind of play and very much a Patrick Mahomes needs to know that when he leaves the pocket and everything's kind of sped up a little bit, that his receivers are going to do what he expects them to do and find yeah. a way to get open. And those are the plays that are more impressive to me than the over route where he beats Derwin James. Like is as good as Derwin James is, you put Derwin James one-on-one with Sky Moore where he can put a move on the open field. I trust Sky Moore to make that play because we've exactly. talked about his route running. But the broken play where he found a way to get open and find a pocket in the lane for Patrick Mahomes to deliver him the football, that's the stuff to me that stands out more as to developing trust to get out on the field more at a time in which they needed him to step up and make some plays tonight. No, awesome. he absolutely did. Yeah, and I, I think it, you know, even moving forward, we don't know exactly when Meikle's going to be back. Someone get that man yeah. a new TV, by the way. Uh, we don't know what, you know, what Juju's going to look like when he gets back. I think um, – MVS has been, yeah. I don't want to say a disappointment, but he hasn't been the impact that I think a lot of people hoped that he would become. You know, I think he had one catch last night. So it is good for Sky one. Moore to step up. It, you know, Noah Gray, as soon as he got healthy, has been a, a yeah. big part of the passing game in terms of targets at least. So, um, yeah, I mean, Veach, I've said before, VJ, he's not going to win executive of the year, but he should probably be in the running for it every season with the way that this roster is built. I think he'll take another Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd rather have that. You know, I think he'd rather the number one seed in the AFC or his, you know, the guy that he called Michael Jordan before yeah. he had played two games in the NFL. I think he'll be happy with him winning another MVP award. So it'll be okay. Mary came up to me before the Chiefs and Titans preseason game that first year, where to this day, I still think the most impressive throw that Patrick Mahomes has made in his NFL career was against the Titans in a preseason game. <laughs> Whereas the one I believe it was where Kevin Dodd like tore his ACL or got really injured on the play where he hit him late. He was scrambling to the sideline and he just flung it up to Demarcus Robinson like 50 yards down the field. He saw Marcus Peters going crazy on the sideline. It's still yeah. one of the most impressive throws that I've ever seen. But before that game, uh, he walked up and he was like, Happy Patrick Mahomes Day. Like the game hadn't even started. And he yet. hid that. It's like, oh wow. You know, I mean, I can remember <laughs> yeah. being in New York, getting getting texts about, you know, not. I mean, just from people who worked there in general, people being like, I mean, they were freaking out that they got Mahomes, and it was like, God, you guys yeah. really liked this player. And, you know, every every front office acts like they really liked the player they picked in the first round. Usually, you can read through it a little bit. Yeah. But that one was different. That one was like everyone I knew that worked in that front office at the time was was doing, you know, jumping jacks and backflips. They were so excited. I've told the story. We'll move on to our stock down after this. But I've told the story before about going down to it was in Houston. It was the radio row before the Super Bowl. And uh, two things stand out to me about that trip down. there. This is the only time we went down there. It was the the Patriots Falcons, the 28 to three game. It was yeah. the, the media leading up to that. And the chiefs had just lost to the Patriots in the playoffs. It was kind of a weird time to do content, but everyone in the NFL is there. So that's why, even though the chiefs weren't going there, every NFL team reporters and all, they all go down to radio row. Cause you get this high concentration of all the people who cover the NFL are all in basically one giant room doing just interviews all over the place. Well, one, I'll never forget talking with Travis Kelsey while I was there because he was he sat down, had a very candid, probably the most open conversation I had on camera with Travis Kelsey in six years was that radio row interview where he said that he 
he had never felt more strong about his position on the team than when his teammates voted him captain. Cause he was kind of like to his point, kind of a knucklehead when he was younger, yeah. um, just really talented, hadn't really figured it out. But when his teammates voted him captain, that's when it hit him. I've got a platform to step up and be a leader on this team. And it changed everything from his perspective from that moment forward. I'll never forget that conversation. And I'll never forget, uh, Matt Lee Steinberg, Lee Stenberg's son, Matt came up to me and he was like, Hey, with Patrick Mahomes, you want to interview him on radio road? You want to bring him to your table? And I was like, Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm drafted quarterback. He's the guy I want to talk to. First question. Hey, you know, Patrick, nice to meet you. Like, what do you know about the chiefs? And he listed off like all the scouts and everybody that he'd been talking to. And I was like, <laughs> we can't use any of this. <laughs> like, no, we cannot, we cannot I'm going to get fired. Like we cannot use any of this stuff. I appreciate the answer. We'll get to some more stuff that we can use, but. I looked at Seth, the producer, who's now with the Bengals, and I was like, do not use that. We will, we will both get in a lot of trouble if we use that. But, uh, but yeah, it was pretty obvious that we were on him uh, from the beginning. But let's move on to some some not, not as fun things to discuss because yeah. that's what we do here with the stock up, stock down. So if you just want to keep riding the high, you'd stop listening right now. But uh, to be fair, let's talk a little stock down. Matt, what was the the first thing that uh, you're questioning or you're a little bit uh, uneasy about as it relates to the Chiefs going forward? Yeah, BG, there's not a lot to complain about. When you when you win a division game against a team that always plays you well, um, against a good team, You when you win, there's not a whole lot of negative. But I will say uh, we have to continue to talk about the special teams unit. It just – yes, Harrison Bucker was better this week. Tommy Townsend's yeah. having a great year at punter. But it's it's still mistakes, you know. It's catching a, a kick inside the five yard line. It's it's just small issues continue to to pop. And I think when you have a team that is so good and so talented, little things do tend to stand out more like that because you're almost you're looking, you know, you're looking for a stock down when we're watching the game, and it's okay. What could become an issue? And it is that special teams play. Mahomes is going to be great. Kelsey's going to be great. We've talked about how well the defense is playing. Special teams is lagging behind right now, and it's unexpected because of how you know hope high profile dave tab is as a special teams coordinator and he's had there's been head coach talk about him before mm. and it just feels like the unit has slipped it's been sloppy and uh, that is a big surprise for me so i have to go stock down on special teams again this week yeah and the pacheco one i think pissed everybody off and there's a lot of reasons not something he's super confident or excuse me comfortable doing he hasn't done it a lot yeah um and I try to give the benefit of the doubt on that play because if he lets it bounce and it takes a weird kick and the Chargers get it, we're going to be even more pissed. So we all just assume that ball was maybe yeah. a yard was where it would have bounced. And when it's going end over end, you, there's a 90% chance. I'm making that number up. There's a high percentage chance <laughs> that that ball bounces out of bounds. But if it doesn't, we're all going to crucify him for a in hindsight 2020. Oh, catch it keep your momentum and then run back in bounds. Like he couldn't just yeah. step right out of bounds. So a um, little bit of grace there, but figure out a different, like that's a tough one. And I'm trying yeah. to, to give as much benefit of the doubt, but we've seen it before uh, young guys back there. Hopefully he's, he learns in that situation just to, to let it bounce or play shortstop back up a little bit and try to play it off in case it takes a weird hop, but uh, don't catch it and then run out of bounds at the six yard line. Yeah. And then on the return, the other side, on the return side, we're giving up some return. Not that they're like these 50, 60 yard returns, but you know, Deandre Carter last night had a 33 yard return. Yes. Had another one over 20 yards. Like they're averaging, you know, pass, like you catch it three, four yards in the end zone. You bring it out. You expect them to stop before the 20 yard line. Cause that's what the chiefs had always done. And now these guys are getting out to the 25, 26, 30 yard line. It's just not what you come to expect from the Chiefs' special teams. 
No, you're absolutely right. And I think that's why it stands out. And I'm sure there's fans watching this that are like, all right, if, if you guys are really bitching about special teams, then everything's pretty good. If that's the low point. And <laughs> that is absolutely true. That's right. a fact. You're absolutely right about that. But we have to point out when something looks like, hey, this could be an issue. Let's, let's try to button it up. This could be an issue. Yeah. It, everything is easier. And we'd be the conversations would be different if the Chiefs had lost that game. You yes. know, the conversation around Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> would be very different if the Chiefs had lost that game considering yeah. his fumble. Like, no one's even barely going to talk about that because yeah. Patrick Mahomes went God mode with Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs' offense and the defense stepped up and everybody rallied around and picked him up. We've seen Jarek McKinnon. Actually, we sat next to Kent Swanson. I was like, here comes a Jarek McKinnon screen. They're around the 30. I think it was like second eight, something like that. Like, he's a perfect time for a Jarek McKinnon screen. He's made so many big plays for the Chiefs that you give yeah. a little bit of grace in those scenarios. He has not had a mishap like that and it was yeah. great that they overcame it but man the conversation would be different if the Chiefs hadn't pulled that one out absolutely um and I think you're right a lot of that we would be talking about the running backs of like what the hell is going on you know Clyde's hurt <laughs> and not a factor uh there would have been the the punt mishap uh, by Pacheco and then there would have been the the Jared McKenna fumble so yeah there would be a lot of fingers pointed uh and the play calling absolutely. and feed feed Pacheco I mean at one point all yeah. social media was talking about was the fact that Isaiah Pacheco was getting so many chunks of yards running the football. And then I think, you know, Andy Reid, I think uh, somebody had tweeted it out like, hey, here, I think it was Jeff, Jeff Rosen from the Kansas City Star. He ran it like eight times on one drive. He was like, Andy Reid's checking social media. He's listening to all of you. So right. they ran the ball, got the field goal. Um, but yeah, play. The, it's amazing how the narratives and the conversations change when you pull it out. And now it's yeah. just Mahomes is great. Everything is great. They overcame these mistakes. But yeah, definitely a different conversation. But you've got another stock down, again, being super picky. Uh, with, this, with this one to be to be fair uh, and we'll we'll break this one down a little bit but what's your second stock down for us yeah I'm gonna go offensive line BJ and I think normally you know on Monday we have sat here and said man rough game by Andrew Wiley or Orlando Brown you know it's given up a lot of pressures he doesn't give up a lot of sacks but he gives up a lot of pressures and I think today you know similar concerns that I think there were six times Mahomes got hit last night um, that that's a lot for someone that moves as well as he does and that extends the play yeah. as well as he does and it was not just Orlando Brown. It was not just Andrew Wiley, but I thought Joe Tooney had a rough game last night. And it's, it would be notable if it was like, oh, wow, you know, Aaron Donald really worked Joe Tooney. It was Morgan Fox, you know, and it was Sebastian Day Jones or Day Joseph. It was, it wasn't, you know, all pro, pro bowl type players uh, who were having that impact. It was, you know, guys who were solid. Uh, Joseph Day, excuse me, uh, is a good player. He's a solid starter. He's not, Chris Jones, he, you know, he's not that you don't expect him to have that type of game. So, it, you know, with the offensive line, sometimes it's just miscommunication. Sometimes the team just has your number a little bit or, you know, maybe you're you're a little tired out there. But I, I do think going forward, if there's a concern about how deep this team can go to the playoffs, can they get another Super Bowl? The offensive line has put Mahomes in some really tough situations and he's you know, he's getting hit a little bit more than I would like to see yeah. because he is so obviously important to this team, but he needs to be able to move. He needs to be able to, to run around and make plays. You don't want a, a hobbled Mahomes carrying this team. Yeah, I, that's a fair assessment, especially because going into this season, the offensive line was considered a strength. This was going to be like a top 10 type of view. I thought it was the best line in the NFL. I mean, even say, okay, right tackle is the weak link. Even with that, this is – the best offensive line of football was where I would have ranked them in August. I'm sorry. If Andrew Wiley's the weak link on your offensive line, you got a pretty good offensive line. Like yeah. to be fair, like exactly. he is a solid yeah. football player uh, that 
is valuable, could play a lot of different spots. Um, yeah. But everybody's going to point out the one guy is getting beat and he goes and gets beat by Vaughn Miller and he's getting criticized for not being Mitch Schwartz, not being an all pro and all right. that. Like you can't have uh, all pros at every position all the time. But um, yeah, I think it, it's context of that. And then, you know, I think it's a tale of two halves too. I think the second half, the chiefs offensive line Without did a doubt. much better job. Yeah. Uh, that first couple of drives, I even tweeted out after the first drive. I'm like, Hey, you know, great to see the running game get going a little bit. Pacheco had a couple chunk plays early, so they were getting it done, but Mahomes got hit twice on the opening drive. Uh, and then I think he got hit at least one more time on the next drive. And so of those six hits, I think three of them came on the first two drives by the Chiefs offense. And again, and we've talked about this with Trevor Sikkim of Pro Football Focus because Chiefs like top five and pressures allowed, but like also top five, um, I guess bottom five, however you want to look at it, not being a good thing, but allowed the fifth most of the one of the five teams allow the most pressures. I'll get through this, Matt, I promise. It's all right. And then on the other side, like, but giving up like the fifth least sacks. Yeah. I mean, it's basically a Mahomes stat. It's like he's getting pressured, yeah, but they're know. not bringing him down. And uh, in the second half, like they leaned on that running game a little bit and they were opening holes and Pacheco's running hard. And so, yeah, it Coach Reed said after the game, as far as the, the running game goes, that Clyde edwards helaire has got the high ankle sprain. And very rarely do you get any more kind of information out of Andy Reed, but he basically said it's really tender and this is a tough thing for a running back. So, Maybe this is when we see Ronald Jones. That's all Twitter's been talking about is give Ronald Jones an opportunity. Yeah. Maybe this is it. But at this point, he's still number two to Pacheco. I, I'd still give Pacheco the ball uh, and let him get after it. And Jarek McKinnon's still going to be the third down guy. So yeah. um, maybe they bring Rojo up. Maybe they sign CJ Spiller. <laughs> Who knows what he's doing? If, I don't know. But that. I think Pacheco's the guy. It's you a know joke, I mean? like, give him, he had 100 yards last night. You know, give yeah. him – I think more opportunities uh, for him are better. You know, he guy runs, he runs so angry. It's, it's, I don't, the urgency that he runs with is very, very unique in the NFL. So I, I think, you know, Hey, instead of, if you want to bring Rojo up, that's fine. You don't have three backs on the, on the active, but I think it's, it's time to, to see what the rookie can do in a, a larger role, you know, give him the, you know, 15 carries last night. I think give him, give him 20. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Let's get crazy. All right. We're going to talk about the refs because I know everybody's got a take on the refs. We're going to talk about the refs right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. 
Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. All right, we're back with ESPN's Matt Miller with our Stock Up, Stock Down report. We've gone through the Stock Up, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, and Brett Veach. We talked Stock Down with Chief Special Teams, offensive line a little bit, again, being very, very picky. Uh, and then we've got a bonus Stock Down for you because these fucking refs, man. Like, sorry for the language. I didn't apologize for it on the post-game show. I got to apologize for being emotional after that one, but damn. Uh, it's bad. It's bad. And, and yeah. What what was your opinion as a more unbiased person I, watching that game than I am? What yeah. was your opinion of what was going on with the refs? I think they're bad all the way around. And I did. I, I had Chiefs friends texting me being like, what the hell is going on with these refs? And I'm like, well, like, yeah. I mean, I I watch a lot of football. Ref, the refs are bad across the board. Um, I think there's the the face mask call on Mahomes early in the game that they missed. Yep. It was pretty obvious. But then, you know, you have some – you have some plays in the Chiefs, like Nick Bolton, you know, just was not letting go of a face mask at one point. And it's like, okay, well, you got to call that one. So yep. I see it as – I do see it as, as equally bad across the league. I know every fan base believes the refs hate their team. And let <laughs> me tell you, 31 fan bases think that the NFL loves Patrick Mahomes so much that they're going to give the Chiefs calls. I don't see it. Um, you know, I, I think that it's just a lack of consistency is why we have conversations like this where, you know, call things across the board and they don't, you know, it, and that's the human element of football that I think we love. Uh, same with any sport, you know, it's why we don't have robot umpires in baseball yet or why they still use a chain gang to mark first downs. We love the, this is, you know, the kind of the uniqueness of that human element. So I, I don't think the chiefs are getting more or less calls. I mean, you could, maybe you could show me numbers that are, are you know, Go against I'll that. show you a bunch of plays from last night. How I mean, yeah, and I will say it goes that way for every team. It really, truly does. I don't believe you. I don't believe I you. I'm gonna, are, I'm gonna be pissed about this for a I while. Think there the, are units that are worse than others, like refs, like okay. groups of refs that are obviously worse than others, or they they have a thing that they're calling more than others. But I'll Here, say y'all maybe got away with an offensive pass interference in that last drive. So oh, offensive pass interference, right? Is that that happens really in like mo- right. you can't extend your arm, which every receiver does in the NFL. Right. That's the worst. I was saying, the like, hard, I do think- it's probably impossible to call. I think it should be called like fifty percent of the time. There's like a hitch route or anything like any kind oh, of yeah. stopping route. Like yeah. receiver extends his arm, it's an automatic flag. That's the way right. the rule is written. The ones that pissed me off last night. After the Travis Kelsey, Derwin James, okay, what's it near the line of scrimmage within five yards? It was early in the game, the little slant. It's like, okay, you're going to let him play like that, fine. And then I think it was on the next drive, Marquez Valdez Scantling gets completely turned around by the DB in a very obvious way. When the DB gets turned like that, it yeah. should be it it should be obvious to anyone that he's not doing that himself. He can't physically move his body like that without being turned. It's similar to like when the DB puts his arm around the hip. Uh, on the over right. routes, he and he kind of gets turned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he get, pull, turns his hips like you know he's pulling on him. Throw the damn flag. After Kelsey, it's like okay, you're gonna let him be physical. You're gonna let him play, and then MVS gets completely turned around. They don't call it. I don't understand the Kadarius Tony call. I'm still assuming that they called the wrong number on the chop block thing. Yeah, that made no sense. The Creed Humphrey holding call made no sense to me. Yeah, and I, I'll give you. If they're going to let him play physical, even the Noah Gray one that Patrick Mahomes is calling for, I thought the, the linebacker made a great call, but even that's a 50 50 call yeah. um, on the kind of the, it wasn't face guarding, but that's how I'm going to describe it because I mean, it was, but not illegal, but he made contact with him before he caught the ball. I like not calling that one. And the one I will agree with that Chiefs fans were all upset about the Nick Bolton hit on the sideline, 100% a flag. 
Yeah. Like that hundred percent. I will complain about the refs, but that was hundred percent the right call. You can't do that to quarterbacks you know, in this league. The, the Patriots won on a punt return, a walk-off punt return where there was a clear block in the back that didn't get called. <laughs> so the, did the Jets deserve to lose? Absolutely. But you know that that it does go both ways. All right. You got anything else for us before we let you go? I'm gonna yeah. be fired up about the refs. Some a couple Happy of those Thanksgiving. The Creed Humphrey call. I that's not holding. Yeah. Upset. I agree with you on that one. But, you know, hey, happy Thanksgiving uh, to happy you Thanksgiving. And, and Chiefs Kingdom and the, the KCSN group. I'm thankful for my friendship with you guys. You should be thankful that you have 15, 87, and 95. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you should be thankful that you're friends with me. No, I would never <laughs> say that. No. You know what? And why, why we're on the thankful thing. I'm thankful, man – we're doing some cool stuff and this is a little self-promotion because I'll get into the solo Casey raffle, man, but you've been doing the coat drive deal for a long time. Can you just share a yeah. little bit about what you do down there? Cause we've been friends for a long time and you've been doing this for a number of years. And I think it's really yeah. cool when, think- when anybody uses their platform uh, to try to do good in their community. I, it's something that was important to us at KCSN that when we create, you know, content for Chiefs fans and we get people's attention that we use that platform yeah. to do some good for the community as well. You've been doing it for a long time. Yeah, this is, I think, year number 10, where it started with getting like autographed items from players, mm-hmm. auctioning them off, and then using that money to buy coats for kids. And it's grown to, you know, now we do a golf tournament every year, mm-hmm. uh, but but right now is, is kind of the important time of year before Christmas to raise money. So right now we're, we're raffling off a signed Aaron Donald helmet. We've done a Mahomes helmet. Um, we've done Travis Kelsey jerseys in the past. So I think we have at least two more items we'll do before Christmas to try to keep nice. raising money. But I mean, it's it's cold in the mornings, and I, I take my son to school just like you take your kids to school, and you see you see little kids with shorts on or t-shirts on, no coat. It's like, gosh, we, okay, there's a there's a huge need uh, for everyone, and and similarly, just want to use your platform for good, like you guys are. So um, it's very much appreciate your support and the support of, of you know, Chiefs fans that are always helping us out. Absolutely. Yeah. And anybody is curious what we're doing with the, they can find all of Matt's information on that on his social media. I know he links off to it a lot at NFL draft scout. You find all the information there. And then ours, you can find at KC sports network with our soul of KC raffle, same kind of deal. Uh, A lot of different items. Uh, The coolest one, Matt this year, I don't know if you saw it, but lunch with Colin Saunders, you and two friends get to go have lunch. How cool is that? I I was so excited when that came together as a guest, you know, I don't know, but I'm (laughs) I'm definitely going to buy some tickets. I know that. There's going to be barbecue. I'm going to let Colin decide where they go, uh, where they eat, but it's going to, it's going to be a good one, but there's, I think there's 25 items in total and that's one of them. So yeah. a lot of cool stuff on there. You can find all that information on our social media, but appreciate everybody for hanging out and spending part of their day with us. Um, Matt, man, always appreciate it. We'll have plenty more content for you breaking down the chiefs versus chargers uh, game over the next week. And uh, yeah, appreciate all of you. We'll see y'all later. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are 
even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.